Hello, hello, hello again. Welcome back to Black Girl Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for the sixth episode of Stay Close season one i think this only season so i don't have to really reference that uh written by daniel danny <laughs> already fucking up danny brockhurst and charlotte colvin directed once again by lindy Heyman. i really didn't like this episode <laughs> well actually i liked it in some parts i discussed it with other parts and it's mostly the the Tom and Jerry show with Barb and Kitty. I can't. I cannot take it seriously. I cannot take it seriously that she really took a kitchen knife and pulled off this whole <laughs> heroin mom scene that they can kill a police chief in the police station in which he works it's so ridiculous it's beyond the pale but at least we are getting closer with the development with ray we knew what he was gonna do the minute he said i looked up dave i was like ah shit here we go Let's go ahead and start with the Ray storyline. Then we can talk about the others. So Ray tells his best friend that clearly knows he might have committed murder and is still just holding it down. Fester. Like, yeah, so she's getting married. (laughs) Out of all the things that are going on, the fact that you might have murdered someone, the fact that there's an investigation open you're like, well, she's getting married. So you two didn't bang? No, I kissed her, but then she pulled away. Like that should also be on the menu at all. It's been 17 fucking years. And I don't even feel like they had, like, I'm really starting to get scared that there's not going to be a moment in which they both actually have a conversation with each other and reconcile because I feel as if they should. And despite what, and maybe it'll happen in the next episode, but things seem to be more going in one direction than the other. But continuing on with Ray, he is like, yeah, this guy is not even good looking. He looks like a plain Dave and he shows him his picture. He's like, this guy is hot. I'm like, no, he's not. No, he's not. Not even a little bit. If I had to choose between Ray and Dave, I would totally be choosing Ray. <laughs> um, I don't love the mustache thing he's doing with his face. And his, he does have like a, a corny ass look about him that makes me feel like he, uh, he has sex missionary often. But that, that all leads him into thinking all these people have died since Cassie's come back so this guy has a temper because apparently his wife didn't find out that he got into some type of altercation but they did because there was a whole news story about it so they talking about secrets they both got them and then 
he decides that he's gonna play the white knight because he was itching to play it anyway you gotta have something to look forward to these 17 years i thought when he threw out the photos of her he was finally saying you know enough is enough i'm a grown-ass man i need to get over i understand that we were engaged but i feel like y'all was together for three weeks so i can't take this romance very seriously other than the two of them trying to convince me that they were the love of each other's life and other than i mean his fascination with the fact that why did you only get married now i thought fester made a very good case it's like you have three kids the other teenagers you've been married you've been living the life for this long then you make a romantic gesture but he can sense that yeah maybe she was reluctant to marry because she still she still felt herself engaged to another man even though she moved on with another man <laughs> rather quickly <laughs> just because you're moving away and starting a new life don't mean you gotta you know make it this picket fence version of it but that's what she wanted she got it she seems to be happy with it and he really wants to figure out why he wants to find some plot hole in this in this guy and so he goes to the stag party with his boring ass friends <laughs> and in the bathroom they shake up a conversation and he's like you don't look to be happy about it he's like no nah, i love my fiance oh no i know it's like that's not what i want to hear <laughs> I need secrets, motherfucker. <laughs> but then Dave ends up, as he's leaving, inviting him over to his stag party. So that was on him. And they start talking about, I mean, he asking all questions about his wife. He's like, yeah, Megan ain't got no damn secrets. How about, how well do you know her? You sure she wasn't engaged? You sure she didn't mention me before? Because I feel like she should have mentioned me before. What part of us started a new life and why would I tell... I mean, if my husband doesn't know I'm a dancer, why don't you start there? Like, oh, you didn't know she stripped? Okay, then she you probably don't know about me. But then after overstepping and catching Dave suspicious, he tries to excuse himself. But Dave follows him out and it's like, nah, 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 you playing games. I know you know my wife. What do you know about my wife and how you know my wife? And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about, mate. Nah, don't fuck with that mate shit with me. You need to give me some answers. And he basically just says, you don't know your wife as well as you know your wife. And then Dave punches him in the face. And Ray was like, damn, I was waiting for an excuse. Thank you. Give it to him. Give it to him. Boom shakalaka. Stewart seemed to have fixation obsessive issues. And Ray seems to have a, I'm going to beat your ass anytime you come close so talking about Cassie. <laughs> Dave bit off way more than he could chew. And you should have known that with your fucking square ass. Yo, non, you think you know how to fight, but you don't know how to fight, Dave. You are the, you are certainly, no, you, the, you are the generic version. And that's why she's still over there thirsting after the roughneck, because that's more in line with who she actually is in her soul and he also know how to scrap he's like i'll beat your ass with this pole and then realizing that i might actually be a psychopath and then i actually might have killed stewart green <laughs> or what is his name stewart green stewart that's all i got 
And so he's like, Fester, let me creep over you while you wake up. Wake up! Wake up! Brush and put a little makeup! I need you to ask no questions. And Fester's like, when have I ever? And follow you, follow me into the woods so that he can retrieve his memory because, oh my God, I think I actually really did kill that man. And he uh, ends the episode stopping getting very clear flashes of chopping something the fuck up and it looked like a dead body so he might have killed Stuart in an effort to protect Cassie so that might be one might be one thing but there's also the other with the missing men which I guess we can jump over to the Cassie storyline now She's in the police station. What the fuck was Aaron's face doing that entire time? Why is she stinks? I just didn't understand why she needed to be so openly hostile about the fact that she doesn't believe her at all. Like, you could use some, you know, don't play bad cop, good cop, you know? Uh, she's like, look, I know there was two people outside Harry's place. I can tell you what they look like. And Broom's over there going, no, I don't think you killed Harry, but my partner clearly does. And I, I need to satisfy her curiosity and rule you out. Uh, he then walks her out and tells her, well, first they're visited by the captain, who it turns out is working for Carlton's father. And he has hired the assassin's to track down what happened to his son or recover him so he's caught up in this shit that ain't got nothing but may have something to do with all of this backstory and upon realizing that the assassins are the well the hit people that they he hired he thought they he was just hiring them to maybe beat up people so on and so forth he wasn't doing it because he thought people would be murdered he was just needing the payoff money for his daughter who is exceptionally talented at the piano but her skills getting her into a good uh, school is going to cost money and apparently your life but push come to shove other than simply admitting what he hath done he decides that he is going to protect megan when they ask have you seen this woman he's like no i have not even though i'm staring at her right now across the room and he doesn't know that they've kidnapped her daughter he calls carlton flynn to say hey this has gone too far they've murdered people he's like people what people <laughs> if my answers frighten you vincent then you should cease asking scary questions that should not be at all the first thing you are saying out of your mouth <laughs> i think when you've murdered anyone it doesn't matter who you murdered you're murdering people and he's like it doesn't matter anything to get my child back because the mom is apparently in that what is this whole side story they came out of absolutely nowhere and is not satisfying at all or justification for his actions as he's like yeah i'm gonna go find my son who's a date rapist and i'm gonna send it, send these two mentally unstable people why did we need to get ken and barbie's backstory about how they met at a musical 
fuck all of that i didn't need to see it um you got michael escorting megan out and saying hey uh i know that you want to protect your source but there are a lot of men missing so fuck your selfishness and tell me who told you that they saw Stuart because you're not the only one that's emotionally affected <laughs> and she was like it was Lorraine damn you didn't have to go into my guts like that get out of here you meanie Kaylee doesn't answer her phone her other daughter is like yeah I'm sleeping nobody's home <laughs> little man's clearly on his own and she goes to Lorraine and she admits once again to Lorraine that like I had to give up that you were the source she's like it's nothing to cry about and I was this close to ruling Lorraine all the way out until she gets on stage she gets emotionally emotional about Harry they do this salute to him and I'm like okay and <laughs> she goes over to her boyfriend who also happens to be the lead officer on this serial killer investigation and very clearly puts in his mind that hey ray was around and he was he wasn't in love with her he was obsessed with cassie like an addiction and the fact that he's still holding on to it after all this all these years and she's like yeah i had to tell him that she died because he would just get on a plane to canada if i told him that and the fact that she's not even lying about that i was like uh huh i still i mean it's possible it's it's all all signs are definitely pointing to it being him but i feel like why would the rest of them matter to him unless he, yeah they're not cassie unless he's just like i'm 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 white knighting it i'm gonna protect all the girls because he does get very violent so i mean i'm saying it's completely out of the realm but lorraine i'm not gonna completely rule you out yet man because you looked a little insidious when you were casually dropping that information it would seem to as i stated the lead investigator you keep puking up in the middle of the night y'all too and this is the thing that pisses me off about michael he's so focused on his personal life and being this all of a sudden husband to lorraine that when <laughs> the witness that you're supposed to be protecting who's clearly saying that yes these people have been to my house they uh have murdered someone and you can't even put your phone uh on vibrate at least instead of on silent you don't think to check your messages every hour no you're too busy keep getting your dick wet and that is a disappointment and aaron completely disappeared from the whole entire episode <laughs> so megan gets home and then she realizes that kaylee is kidnapped and then she goes out to a cabin in the woods and then she ends up saving kaylee possibly killing the guy even though for some reason kaylee later on when the captain puts them in a room that clearly is not a room that is meant to be for anything other than fucking storage so uh that's not suspicious at all but 
he was doing it to protect them to say hey look i got the you know i'm i'm if they come up here they show up here you know i'm gonna fuck them up i'm gonna take them out uh i'm gonna get them arrested because despite wanting to do the most for his daughter he did not sign up for murder so oh and he's also seven hundred dollars short i love how they casually drop that in there by the way i did that that uh payment didn't go through it kind of canceled you want to tell me about that oh i think you know and i think you know what nfs means so so yeah they get to the police station and then kaylee is told the entire truth like yeah i didn't have nobody at your age then i got to vipers i at least got people who loved me for doing something that i was good at which was taking off my clothes (laughs) but i guess dancing is what she's meaning to say but she found a family she found some acceptance and she got a fiance that she clearly keeps leaving out of the equation to everybody because you know somebody gonna feel some kind of way about the fact that you had a whole other love of your life and i don't know those people but maybe the person that got fixated on me is back she's like did we kill that person who gives a fuck he was trying to harm us he kidnapped you if he's murdered in the course of escaping that's on him i don't give a fuck if he's okay or not and i think other than dave looking all like shit i fucked up last night not only was i fucked up i fucked up and well i know i got fucked up that's what i meant to say i was fucked up i got fucked up and now i gotta figure out who the fuck i married i'm marrying even though we technically been together for almost two decades (laughs) it always falls apart at the seams it, it wasn't the worst thing ever i did give it a, a, a generous eight out of ten but certainly the whole kidnap yeah it's getting a little sloppy there getting a little sloppy but i'm glad to see that they did have something like that they, they they did at least give the motives they uh they're doing a better job at the pacing of Ray's story and him coming to the realization, oh my God, I might be a murderer. But what does that mean for the next two episodes? I feel like this all could have been condensed into three or maybe four solid episodes and it would have been fine. Five at the most. But that is my review for Stay Close episode six. I will be doing seven and eight together. So look uh, for that podcast coming soon. Until next time, peace, hair grease, and blacker magic.